that is the person that hits the floor that you're mm-hmm. going to, right? So you have to tell them where you're going. So we walk in and everyone's like, going to two, going up to three, going to four. And we walk in and I say to the guy, we're going to seven. And then I just kept walking. And and you like showed him on the camera. Like you're like, hey, that's right. I'm was, trying to be funny. I was him. rolling. <laughs> going to seven. Now, what's funny about that? There is no There's seven. There's no seven. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Petrano. 813 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Going to spend some time today in the north section of the Baird Center. It's scheduled to open in May of this year. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Try not to get us lost today. Try not to get lost. All right. It's an important goal. So along with our digital guide, Dylan, Eric and I got a personally guided tour with the president and the CEO of Wisconsin Center District, Marty Brooks. I am old enough to remember the old convention center before even... What was originally the Midwest Express Center, later the Wisconsin Center. We're talking about the Downtown Convention mm-hmm. Center here in Milwaukee. My mom did artwork and stuff, and they, she was part of this big craft fair there once, or multiple years, I think. But it was dank and old, just a big white box downtown. Yeah. And then when the Midwest Express Center was born, which is our current convention space, it was like, wow, this glorious new building, and everything was new and shiny. But even at that time, there was always a plan, Eric, to expand it out. It's like, this is what we can afford to build now. We ultimately would like to take it all the way out to Kilbourne. Cross Wells Street there, which is where the kind of the tunnel, for lack of a better term, yep, goes underneath. Right when you come out, yep. Yeah, we'd like to ultimately add on to this. And then we debated that for a decade and a half. And then whose fault it was that there wasn't money there? Yada, Here we are after, that's how we do things in this town. Here we are now. <laughs> Figured out the financing, yeah. the need, and it was sold to folks who needed to get on board. And it's nearly a half-billion-dollar expansion, months away now from its debut. You'll notice I did not call this the new section of the convention center. They don't call it that either, and they're real careful about it. We really didn't want to have an old and a new. People don't want to book the old. So what we've done is the existing building is referred to as the south building. The expansion is the north building. They are connected um, the, uh, the second and third floors you can traverse without going outside. So that's CEO Brooks there. Uh, the original building, the south building, got an interior makeover. We actually entered through there right off on what uh, 4th and Wisconsin. And if right? you haven't been through that area, you know, even, I mean, we work downtown, and I don't always make it over on that stretch, but whenever you do, it's just striking when you see it. It just pops. Still a lot of traffic is closed in yep, that area. Yep. A couple of lanes on Kilbourne. I know part of 4th Street are now Velar Phillips. Uh, has been closed from time mm-hmm. to time. So they're getting close. They had to rebuild the skywalk that connects over with the Hyatt as well. That looks new and shiny. And in terms of the South building or the original building, if you will, they've updated that inside as well. What they want it is at least when you're inside, it's going to match. So the carpeting has been replaced. It's all brand new. Changed There's, a lot of things yep, on the walls. Yep. They're installing new art. Should we take you into the North Tower? Or I'm sorry, not North Tower, North North entrance, you want to go? Sure, yes. All right. Yes, I would like to go. We made it. We are on the ground at the Baird Center construction site. Grab a hard hat and a bus. So this is the main entrance to the north building. You'll see a three-story atrium. We'll go inside and take a look at it. 
We're getting the tour from Wisconsin Center District CEO Marty Brooks. And the steel structure that you see wrapping the stone is the framework that will hold an LED board. The architecture of the project truly stands out. Across the street here from UWM Panther Arena, Brooks pointing out the massive overhang of the exhibition hall extends over the sidewalk. One of the elements that was identified as a must-have as part of the expansion project was that we get to over 300,000 square feet of exhibition space. So we needed to add 112,000 square feet. We're limited to the footprint of the land that we own. So the only way to get to that 112,000 square foot number was to extend over the sidewalk because we needed that so additional somebody place. drawn up the plans was like, oh, it almost fits. Yeah, they said, <laughs> we, we can't get to that number. How do we get to Brooks's number? Exactly. So here's we, an idea. Here's how we do it. And architecturally, it's beautiful, but there's a method to the madness. We had to extend the uh, footprint. To the left is the new sky bridge to the Hyatt. Mm -hmm. so you've got three escalators up to the exhibition hall level, and then from there, escalators are going to switch back up to the ball. This facility has everything, and it's huge. Plenty of space, rooms upon rooms, state-of-the-art technology, a ballroom that holds 2,000. Our objective was to give a meeting planner as few reasons as possible to say no. So if a Toronto's kids want to get married here, you could have 2,000 plates and... Well, they could have 2,000 plates, or if it's, as we would expect it to be, a much smaller group because, you know, you need, you need to have friends who'd say yes. Amen. This can be divided into a smaller room and, and accommodate you know, 80 people, which is probably a stretch for him, but you never know. The walls a blank canvas right now eventually will be filled with local art that all has a Great Lakes and Wisconsin theme. It's representative of the state, whether it's the northern part of Wisconsin, Pfizer Forum, uh, Amfam Field, Summerfest, State Fair Park. So when someone leaves this building, uh, if that's all they see, they're able to get a representation of our state. One of the coolest parts of the facility is the outdoor space. That's something you've seen that people have wanted, that they've asked for? Well, it's not so much that they're asking for it, is that you can tell people want to be outside. Even though we're certainly a cold weather climate, nine months out of the year, you can be outside. And I, and I saw what happens at the, at the Fiserv Forum. People like going out to the Padawatomie Club and going outside. Oh, this is awesome. God, this is huge. The third floor outdoor terrace wraps around the north and east side of the building. Eric and I both noticed, Marty, when we came up here, I don't know that there's a spot to have this view of the city. I mean, every building in town, you can see the Couture, of course, the Hyatt's right here, you can see City Hall, the Panther Arena, Fiserv, Turner Hall, what Milwaukee I, Theater. What, what I had hoped, Miller High Life Theater. Miller High <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> stick with your day job, Eric, stick with your day job. Where we're heading right now, this is the spot that no doubt will be where all the selfies are taken. It's on the terrace, the corner of Kilburn and Velar Phillips. What do you call this? King of the World Corner. So stand there, look outside, and look, look, look to the east, and you can, I'm king of the world. And I'm king of the world! Yes, you're welcome. Yeah, no, nobody's <laughs> believing you, then. Super impressive. Yeah. Everything you would want it to be. The terrace, uh, I wasn't sure what to expect going up there, the outside area. I guess I was just like, oh, it'll be fine. But that that blew me away, just the size of it. 
and they can you can put tents up there. It's it's blocking the wind. They have it engineered so it should block most of the wind up there. You can have bands playing. You could eat. I mean, they have so many different things you could do with that space. And it doesn't necessarily. The other thing that the other word that I'm taking away from our tour with this is versatility. So if you have an event where you want that outdoor space, you want the terrace, but it's not big enough to book out the whole ballroom. Or somebody else also wants that space on the same yeah, there's day. Ways to do it. They can divide yeah. it like in half. They yeah. can divide it in thirds where other people will have different access. And it's that way throughout the building. And that's one of the things, one of my takeaways, having talked with Marty Brooks. Again, Marty's the CEO of the Wisconsin Center yeah. District. And he said, different conventioneers need different things. Different people who book an event in there. They need different things. And what we want to do is facilitate as many of those things as possible. In fact, all right. of them. We don't want to give them an opportunity to say no because, well, we, we really liked it, but they didn't have this. We really liked it, but they mm-hmm, didn't have enough mm-hmm. breakout rooms. Yep. Okay, we can turn this big room into three rooms. You need three rooms? We got three rooms. One of the other things Brooks said, too, was that they have gone to, like, Louisville. They've gone to all these different cities that have similar-sized convention centers, and they've learned from all of them. And I asked him, I'm like, is that... Is that odd? Like, they're cool with letting you go in there? He goes, absolutely. He's like, yeah. He's, it's, he, he equated it to, like, the NBA or to Major League Baseball where, like, yeah, you compete, but at the same time, you're going to let the, the Cardinals come in and take a look at your stadium mm-hmm. just if they're building a new one, right? Like, that kind of thing. Like, like Bucks allowing someone to check out Fiserv, another NBA team that's looking to build a new arena, would be able to scope that and check it and see what's working, see what's not working when they build theirs. The promise is that, of course, with more conventions, with more big events, that all of that trickles down to more people coming into the city, right. more people paying taxes, this prop, uh, the uh, sales taxes, the food and beverage tax, the car rental tax, the airport tax, you know, and that ultimately trickles down to everybody. People can debate whether or not that's actually going to happen, but that's the promise of the new convention center. They're already center. booking out. Sorry, I keep calling it the new convention center. It's the one. convention, the center. convention center. Baird Center. You didn't put my other joke in there. I what was do you ve- mean? I was very funny on our tour. Oh, <laughs> you're accusing me of editing out right. one of your jokes. Elevator guy. <laughs> well, I'm gonna. I'll tell you what that joke was <laughs> okay. then, since Eric didn't want you to hear it. That's next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Hey, 27 on Wisconsin's Morning News. So Eric and I took a tour of the north section, as it will be called, of the Baird Center downtown. It's now Baird that has the naming rights of the downtown convention center. Really extraordinary facility. A couple of things I'll mention to you. One, you will have an opportunity. The general public will be invited to come in and view it. So even if you don't have a convention that you're going to see, if there's not an event there that brings you to downtown and to that building specifically, they want to make sure, since this is taxpayer-funded, that they are going to open it up to people to see the fruits of their labor and and what they're building there. So that event will be in May. They've got like a big gala that launches it. I think that's a fundraiser, honestly, for the... I don't know if there's another charitable component to it or if the proceeds just go to the Wisconsin Center District. But either way, that thing is... Um, Pretty close to selling out if it hasn't already. And from what I hear, it's pricey. Oh, and, and there's going to be some pretty big acts there, yeah. too. Like, there's going to be some musical artists. 
who sing there. At so that event. that's not for the likes of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably it's going to be pretty fancy. Probably not. But then they'll open it up for a couple of days on a weekend in May where they'll just invite people to come on in. You can tour the new convention hall. I like that. Or, I sorry, think that's a good move. Expanded convention center. You can take the selfies on the corner of Vel R. Phillips and Kilburn. And you can see that extraordinary view, check right. everything out there. So even if you don't have occasion to be there for an event in the near future, and I hope you do because it's a neat building, that will be open for people. Did you find Did you find it or no? No. I'm My joke that it. I told? I'm looking so for we're, it. Okay. So you don't emphasize, you don't, I don't want you to embellish it to make it better than it actually was. <laughs> you know what I'm talking, you know which one I'm talking yes, about. Yes, of course I do. So we're, and it was, uh, it was. Because it's a construction site and very active construction site at that, they were super conscious about safety. We had to wear goggles. We had to wear a full hard hat, yep. vest, yep. everything like yep. that. It's part of the deal. Don't walk here. Watch your step there. We had to be obviously escorted through the thing. But we're getting in this freight elevator where construction workers are in and out mm-hmm. and then clowns mm-hmm. like us. There was another tour going through as well. And they go through. T- they, they're yeah. giving tons of tours. Because they want people to be invested in yeah. it and, and they want to show off what they're doing. So we're... We're all getting in the elevator here. Marty leads us into the elevator. He says hello. And how these things work, if you've been on a construction site, is there's an elevator operator. Yeah. And it's a person who sits there and makes sure that everybody's complying with the rules, getting in here. And then that is the person that hits the floor that you're Mm -hmm. going to, right? So you have to tell them where you're going. So we walk in and everyone's like, going to two, going up to three, going to four. And we walk in and I say to the guy, we're going to seven. And then I just kept walking. And and you like showed him on the camera, like you're like, hey, that's right. I was, trying to be funny. I was him. rolling, <laughs> going to seven. Now, what's funny about that? There is no There's seven. There's no seven. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> yeah, and they thought that was he, hilarious. He gave, Not he gave me a look like I might actually drop you down to floor zero here, really quick, and it might be worth it. Like who is this guy? <laughs> right. I'll go to jail, but, but, but my it'll be worth part, it. Though, is you clown. You, but you double down. You're like, hey, you know what? The you know what I mean? The seven, huh? See, Am I right, guys? Am ah, I right? <laughs> nothing. <laughs> it is crickets. Well, I thought it was funny. It was funny. Eight thirty on Wisconsin's Morning News. Getting some questions on the presentation that we just had. We walked you through the north section of the Baird Center, the expanded Milwaukee Convention Center. A couple folks asking about parking, actually with exclamation points on the text line. One had three question marks. So one was parking, and then one was parking. So, and yes, there will be parking. There, actually, uh, they have it built in a way, my understanding is there are hundreds of indoor parking spaces. It's going to be indoors, so underneath, so you, there was that small surface lot that virtually nobody could park in. Right. That was the, if you entered off of Wells, it was underneath the sort of the bridge there. Right. Right, and you could enter there, and they had, I don't know how many, but it was, can't have been more Not than a, a couple hundred at most, maybe a hundred. Uh, they say they're going to have 400 parking spots. Mm-hmm. They're going to go underground with it as well. So that's nice because right. then you don't have to look at it. Right. And so they'll be right. And they'll at least be covered. I don't know how underground it is or how heated it is, but they're going to be covered. So, yes, they did think of parking in the new thing. It's not going to certainly serve everyone who is there. But, again, too, if you're thinking about a convention, many people are staying right there mm-hmm. downtown. They're not right. necessarily driving there. Or you can park two blocks away and so walk two blocks. <laughs> yeah, there'll be more parking than there was with the original facility. Somebody else here on the WTMJ Talk and Text line, I'll bet a TV network puts an anchor desk up there during the RNC. Yeah, well, <laughs> yes, that and then some. Yeah, times like that's, 100. That's going to be part of the RNC headquarters, so... 
Last time there were going to be a number of speeches there as well, you know, some breakout sessions, media staging there. So who actually will rent that space that overlooks 4th? Or now Val R. Phillips, as you head look north and you mm-hmm. see the arena and you see Fiserv and all that Turner stuff, Hall's it's going to be pretty pricey. But uh, all of that has been thought of in the new building. And we'll get some more digital up online. Like we said, we shot a whole bunch of video. So we're going to uh, get you that as soon as we can. Well, we'll put that up later today. Yes. And then uh, when it's up online, we'll, we'll, we'll let sure you know share, so yeah. that you, we can send you the link and you can check it out for yourself. 842 Wisconsin's Morning News. in Wisconsin's Morning News. So the Grammys actually had a lot of news. Yes. Like kind of pretty exciting. I don't typically watch a lot of the awards shows, but I missed one. Like I missed a good one. There is some some stuff there. I always kind of, I always like to tap into the Grammys only because I just like watching some of the live performances. Now, sometimes they don't always come off as live to me. (laughs) They come off as a little pre-produced. But anyway, I I just find some of that stuff fascinating. We'll get to the big bombshell news in a second. But first... From T-Swift. I I did appreciate Jay-Z. So Jay-Z made the most uh, headlines, I guess, in just what he said in his acceptance speech. He he was given the Dr. Dre Global Impact Award. And uh, during his speech, he was very honest. And at one point he said, like, "How, how can Beyonce win all of these Grammys, but never win Album of the Year. I don't want to embarrass this young lady, but she has more Grammys than everyone and never won Album of the Year. So even by your own metrics, that doesn't work. Think about that. The most Grammys, never won Album of the Year. That doesn't work. He also made fun of Will Smith and DJ Jazzy Jeff because like back in 1989, they boycotted the Grammys, but like watched it at a hotel. And he's like, he's like <laughs> is that really boycotting? Boycott. <laughs> you, you, you watched it. Does he have a point about album of the year plus all the Grammys that Beyonce has won? I mean, what's I mean, what is album won, of the year versus record of the year? I mean, album, that's the culmination. Like right. that's the, the creme de la creme, right? Well, and, and that's the collection yes. of music that was released yeah. under. So like, I don't put it in. 80s tree, Joshua Tree for YouTube. The right. album was Joshua Tree. It was full of also amazing songs, mm-hmm. right? Okay. So, but just because you have a lot of amazing songs or just because you've won a lot of Grammys doesn't necessarily mean you have that one, that one album. Right, yeah. Well, and, but he, he was arguing that if you look at the, the way the Grammys seems to think and okay, the metrics yeah. of it, that doesn't seem to work. I'm anyway. not sure Beyonce wanted to hear that either, right? <laughs> right. Like, it's kind of hey, embarrassing no, I, for... Thanks. I got it anyway. I was having a good night. Right. right. (laughs) Didn't need to do this. Uh, But the album of the year uh, last night did go to Taylor Swift, which is a history. She now has four albums of the year. And she also made this announcement. My brand new album comes out April 19th. I don't know how this is possible. She's dropping another album after the year she's had. Sleeping is highly overrated, my friend. I guess so. Like it's it's one thing to even write like notes on a napkin and be like writing music. That's like hard enough. Sure, but then to but go notes through the... on a napkin is musings. It's not right actually putting it down into yes. a song and, and then, then go through the progressions of producing that. When you produce an album or produce music, like that's that's work that takes a lot of time with a lot of people. And meanwhile, she's been doing all this other stuff. Her eras tour. I I had to play this quick snippet here. This is something she said, and this explains it to me because I think we all know this type of person. She basically says, look, 
I have to work because it's the only thing that like really puts a smile on my face. For me, the, the award is the work. All I want to do is keep being able to do this. I love it so much. It makes me so happy. Right? Like, you just, she just loves to write. She loves to do that. So she's just going to keep cranking it out. And, I, you know, we all know people like that who just, they're really good at what they do and they enjoy doing it so much they would do it for free. And if that's real, that's great. That's what you want. Last thing you want is the reluctant performer. Right. <laughs> comes into town and plays for an hour and 23 minutes. Uh, yeah, thanks for being here. I got to do this so I can pay my bills. Yeah. So another album coming out in April. Which could be the fifth. No. The fifth album of the year. It's, you're right. Grammy Great for point. album of the year. So that was the big announcement last night. So when I heard that she had made a big announcement, there was at least a part of me that thought, she, she didn't, did she? Endorse. President Joe Biden for another term. He <laughs> thought, thought that was going to be the announcement. Without regard for whether or not you think that moves the needle or she should or shouldn't or whatever. It's been a topic of debate, particularly sure. among conservative circles, where some people are they're floating around this conspiracy theory that, and you mentioned that she's dating uh, Travis Kelsey. Yeah. And, uh, Who the, wasn't there, by the way. Of the Chiefs, right, I, which I think is very funny. He couldn't be there because he's in the Super Bowl, but she's at all his stuff. You think <laughs> yeah, that comes, she'll, she'll be there next babe, I can't, week. I can't be there, right. Hmm. I come to all your stuff. Interesting how that works. Maybe, maybe I won't be able to make it to the Super Bowl. I don't know. So anyway, the the, the whole conversation, <laughs> the, the conspiracy theory that's being floated is that somehow everybody's in cahoots with each other, including the NFL, Taylor Swift, and Kelsey, to try to sway the election for Biden in some way that's nefarious. So George Stephanopoulos on ABC This Week has... Reince Priebus, who is the chairman of the host committee for the yep. Republican National That's Convention, right. was former President Trump's first chief of staff, was a chair of the RNC before that. He's got him on the show, and here's Stephanopoulos. Fox News, at least several of the personalities on Fox News, seems to have become obsessed with the idea of Taylor Swift uh, helping Joe Biden. Some even going so far as to say that it's part of a conspiracy, a psychological operations conspiracy led by the Pentagon. <laughs> Well, I, 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 I'm not going to go there. Look, I think the whole thing. Well, that's really I, bold. Right. <laughs> You're not? Okay, right. Uh, good on George for pushing yeah. him a little bit. So I thought Priebus's answer was fantastic. So here's his answer. He didn't take the bait. He said, I'm not going there. In fact, pretty much called it out as garbage. I mean, I think it's a powder keg of stupidity. Um, You've got talk two of the most, you talk about two of the most popular things in America right now, Taylor Swift and the NFL. And we've got a party that wants to, you know, grow the tent. Uh, I don't think attacking those two, uh, Taylor Swift and the NFL, is, is obviously the way to go. Um, I, I think we ought to have a few things in America that we can agree on. Um, and uh, those are two things so that we can't. Even if she does take a political position, she doesn't like Trump, fine. That's not going to change, I don't think, anyone's votes in November. But what could change people's votes is if, you know, you start coming up with these kinds of conspiracy theories. Well, I was going to say, where did you know, these come from? You're in <laughs> Looney Tunes. Wow. <laughs> he, you know, George was stepping on him there, but I thought he was also making another interesting point, which is, you know, is Taylor Swift going to change a whole lot of votes because she she likes Trump or doesn't like Trump or whatever? Not really, but something that might affect people are your middle of the road Republicans who 
if you start pushing these conspiracy theories and claim the NFL is somehow working with the Pentagon to keep Biden in office, right, yeah. that might turn a few people off, actually. So let's be <laughs> careful. Priebus also said, like, this is not mainstream Republican thought right now. It's kooks out there hitting tweet or X or whatever it is and doing that on the Internet. So that was his defense of all that. 853 on Wisconsin's Morning News. WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI-HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. WTMJ forecast sponsored by Dave Drake Camp Heating, where your comfort is their family's tradition. High of 40 degrees today, some patchy fog tonight, low down to 32. We've got temperatures in the mid-50s by the end of this week. Did you find my joke? I found it. I found it. In real, so we're going to hear it in real time? Yes. Okay. So imagine there's what, maybe a handful of us, a couple mm-hmm. of folks from the Baird Center construction site. Right. Some construction workers, some other people. Me and, then- and you and Dylan, our digital guy, at the Baird Center downtown here, and they bring us into one of those huge elevators, right? Like how many people could you say fit in that thing? You could fit 30 people in that thing yep. if you needed to. You Plus, just... but, but like equipment and other stuff. Right, it's a yeah. construction elevator. Yep, yep. And there's an operator for said elevator. Like the, to make yeah, sure... specific operates, that's that's the yes. job, right? Make sure everybody's in compliance with the safety stuff and all of that. All right, so we get in. No, I agree. Nothing for Vince here. We're going to seven. <laughs> there is no seven. You know what I mean? <laughs> there is no seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> the groundhog's not. Oh, <laughs> oh I thought it was funny. <laughs> the guy didn't. See, see, you get it. There are only four guy floors. Just looked at you. <laughs> he looked at me like, really? <laughs> I, I can't say anything because you're with like the president and CEO. But really, <laughs> I'm just glad that you reminded him of what it was you were doing. That's great. <laughs> just wanted to clarify. Great, yeah. More jokes tomorrow. Steve Scafidi is next.